To support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Thank you and enjoy the program. No, I probably had COVID like 74 times. I have no clue and I don't care. Everybody liked Blanche. Because Blanche was a pig who took it in the ass. Did you smell your poop? Did you learn anything? Did you read about the dog story? Why the f*** is my ex-girlfriend who I despise calling me? A lot to blame on the news. It's a lot to blame on Anthony Fauci, that Italian leprechaun. Almost like it never existed, but it fucking did. So do me a favor. Go f*** yourself. JayHairPositiveSarcasm.com We're here in Spare Parts Studio. Like, subscribe, share, donate. PositiveSarcasm.com Slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Uh, go ahead and check out the Weeble app. Free stocks even though the world is coming to an end. Use the affiliate link in the description down below. Also, so you'll get some free stocks and I'll get some free stocks. Another way to support this platform is I just did some a little bit of merchware. So go to the merchware page at my, at my website and uh, there's some flip-flops. There's some... Uh, you know, some laptop little baggy things. There's there's some cool stuff that I would personally love to get, but uh, I'm broke. So if you want to buy some, there's plenty of it. Um, so that's available. Uh, go ahead and check out my affiliate links and all that stuff. And uh, I really, really appreciate it. Um, find me on Instagram at positive underscore sarcasm, Facebook.com slash POS sarcasm. Or if you just want to be my friend, uh, positive sarcasm on Facebook. If you want questions, concerns, comments, you can email me through my website, positivesarcasm.com, contact, or email me directly, positive sarcasm at outlook.com, subject matter. I don't know, just put a subject in there. Um, I check I check my junk mail too, so don't worry, it won't get lost in the shuffle. Uh, shout out to Johnny Montone, gave me a call yesterday, by the way. I forgot to ask him, is he still married? God, I hope so. His wife is kind of hot. So, um, hope he's doing, you know, I'm, thank you for the shout out, the phone calls and questions, concerns, comments. You guys know where to reach me. Um, I feel actually pretty good. Um, last week's podcast was very, like, introspective, and uh, I feel good that I kind of got that out there. Um, because it's weird right now but just like news after news after news and it's um constantly be- being fed led one direction or another it's nice to just get out there and be like listen this is all bullshit or i think it all is um so i'm trying to stick with the facts here on this podcast I'm trying to not chase people in one direction or another give them simply information or a perspective in which they can use to better themselves going forward um so there is that so, uh, what the fuck else was I talking about? I don't know. Anyways, moving on. I want to get straight to the point of this week's podcast. I want to talk about, obviously, I want to talk about, uh, um, you know, not not real estate. I want to talk about like the stock market a little bit, but I mostly want to focus on one of the stores in the country that has some of the largest influence in the United States at this time, and also um, is facing some quote unquote facing some issues right now. So. Due to crime in cities, well, supposedly based on crime in cities, there are several stores uh, reportedly in the Portland, Oregon area, or in the you know Pacific Northwest, um, where people are are unable to get tans. That because of crime or shoplifting, especially in many cities, there are these you know brand name stores that are just closing up shop saying, you know, we're losing too much merchandise, um, insurance premiums are too high for doing business in this type of city, so we're just saying, screw it, we're just going to close. We just don't want any part of it, and it does, does it hurt the community? Well, I don't know, I don't live in that community. I can tell you it will have an effect on that community, but we are going to focus on one of the bigger names. We're going to focus on Walmart, a store that I try my best not to go into um i try to stay local with my stuff or simply buy online um i find that the prices at a lot of these places it's just not real matter of fact i literally did a deep dive into i made a uh, i did a deep dive investigation on the price of broccoli with a a bunch of people i know and uh, my shopping habits whether or not i knew actually what i was talking about when shopping for the lowest prices and it turns out i was right 
and I picked several different locations of serving the same product, the same size, the same type, everything. And it turned out that um, I was essentially purchasing the cheapest price of this particular product. Um, it just goes to show you that if you're buying from a big brand name store or a large grocery chain, you're not always getting the best prices. And actually, quite honestly, it's the complete opposite. You're not getting the best prices. Um, it's everything's all encompassing there. So they have an ability to charge you more on specific items where if you're shopping a little more local, the chances of you getting a better product for less money happens to be the case more often than not and possibly becoming more so going forward because of brand name places not being able to purchase as much stock or depending upon if they have overhead in high crime areas or shoplifting is involved then they're just going to close up shop and then they got to pay for the store closure they got to pay for the employee severance they have to they still either own or lease that real estate and then they got to move product it's an absolute bitch where the tent where the the companies that pick their areas uh, appropriately in which they want to do business in are maybe not as bad and therefore they uh end up thriving because of it could be wrong but in either case, it seems to be during this time period, I remember like last year, I was paying over $5 a gallon, switching between, I was about to switch between the cars with like I was about to do now. Prices were through the roof on uh, most products. And now it's just like clockwork. Everything's coming to, coming crashing down. And uh, it's really interesting to see how last year's insanity with certain services or certain products it's kind of it's you know how it's how it's either stayed the same or swung or what it's going to be like going forward um as as they still as a consumer in this economy but i'm buying different products i've really focused on not buying anything that i absolutely don't need that i haven't already made uh, uh plans to purchase going uh so i'm curious to see how a uh, situation with you know consumer confidence and consumer purchasing how it's you know starting to collapse listen they, they can only they can only say that like this can only ha last for so long when it comes to consumer confidence and people being able to purchase i mean honestly it can it can come to a screeching halt it can stop like i do see people i still don't fucking understand why every weekend i still people see, i still see people the parking lots are full. The public parking lots are full at these, can, you know, these stores, whether it's Home Goods or TJ Maxx or Marshalls, which is all encompassing brand. Then you've got the grocery stores, and then you've got the Panera Breads, and you've got all these other, you know, department type stores. The malls, though, the malls are empty. The malls are empty, and that is a huge, expensive piece of real estate. But I don't. I can't possibly imagine what the hell people are buying, or are they literally just looking for something to do because they're so fucking bored they just can't sit at home because they've never really taken the time to think about what do we do if we just sit at home and not spend money? So they get in their car, they go down the street, they go into these stores, they walk around and look at shit but not buy anything. I walked into a HomeSense store. I looked at the prices. I'm like, none of this stuff is actually worth the price. It's like I saw something on the shelf for clearance for two thousand dollars. I'm like, how can something? How can a home good product, not home goods, but home good product, be on clearance for two grand? That is insane. Oh, it's on clearance. Only two thousand dollars. I'm like, you're out of your fucking mind. Nobody's buying this. So these products are just sitting there. They're sitting there and nobody's buying them. So the question is, if you if it if it's a high crime area or if it's due to uh, underperforming financially, where where does all this stock pro where does this this product you're shutting the store down? Where does it go? Where do the employees go? Where do the shoppers go? What happens to the store, the property? What happens to all of that? Well, it's something to really question and break down. Um, so Walmart is let's see. They, there's a couple, there's two cord cutter, courtesy of cord cutter newses, news. Uh, this was February 25th and this was March 22nd. Okay, so the first one was Walmart will be cut, uh, closing underperforming stores. And then the article was expanded just about uh, one month later. Article monitor, thank you very much. So Walmart, known for best having locations everywhere. Um, 
we have i mean obviously we have walmart so we have one on lafayette road which is down the street we have one in dover i believe we have one in newington um known for having locations almost everywhere walmart is going to be closing some stores instead of opening them uh starting with seven unperforming store underperforming stores over the next few weeks they'll be closing stores that don't measure up these stores include three in chicago high crime new mexico wisconsin arkansas and florida quote the discussion the discussion was not made lightly and was only reached after a thorough review process am i recording or am i just going fucking insane yeah i'm good anyways moving on um not made lightly and was only reached after a thorough review process walmart spoke spokesperson told ai.com we have nearly 5,000 stores across the u.s and unfortunately some do need to, do not meet our financial expectations while underlying business is strong these specific stores haven't performed as well as we'd hoped okay that makes sense um if it's not good why bother keeping it walmart will also be closing three tech hubs as it tries to streamline e-commerce efforts after sales growth online sales growth online slowed this is all part of walmart's efforts to cut costs and keep prices down cut to a month later courtesy march 22nd by kirsten Kumando again did she do the first one she nope luke boma did the first one um is set to close several stores this year stating that some of the locations are underperforming financially the decision was made unfortunately when certain stores mailed to meet their, meet their financial expectations following the morbid trend of walmart continuously closing down a handful of locations each year walmart has already announced 10 stores will close this year in washington dc illinois new mexico florida oregon wisconsin including two pickup locations in illinois and arkansas an experimental project walmart has undertaken where they have pickup only stores in select states now walmart this week has quietly announced even more closures in south bend brooklyn oahu everett minnesota and more thankfully employees at these closing stores will have the opportunity to transfer to other locations with nearly 600 workers affected by these closures now is that 600 workers in one store is that 600 workers on all of these stores ceo doug mcmillan stated that the theft that theft they quote they say theft is forcing this top retailer to close stores if the problem persists quote we've got safety measures security measures that we've put in place by store location the CEO said, in December, if that's not corrected, that over time, the prices will be higher and stores will close. Um, to that point, in some in some states or in some city, cities, there's nothing being done by, about these shoplifters, though. They just come in, they ransack the fucking place, they take whatever they want, and you have to file with the insurance company. And who knows if the insurance company will even pay it or even cover it or is it even worth the deductible. It's just like but the fact of the matter is those uh that product is still gone that product is still gone you're never going to get it back you're never going to get it back and in a lot of these states where they're closing like i said whether it's the city limits or the state itself they're not doing anything to prosecute shoplifters because quote they're oppressed or something i don't know local shoppers are also feeling the effects of these store closures according to the According to this article, the closing of their local Walmarts is a major blow to their own pockets as the superstores are known for their convenient, conveniently low prices and massive array of products. Among the store, I mean, that is true. They do have a large array of products. It, it is convenient, per se. They're known for their convenient low prices, massive array of products. Among the stores that include pharmacies, true, consumers will not have to transfer their prescriptions to other locations. Another pain in the ass. An inconvenience for those that relied on Walmart for their health needs. Retail theft has reportedly become nearly a $100 billion project for retailers across the country as of a 2022 report from the Marshall Project, which I did pull up the website for that. Though this may not be a sign of an actually actively worsening problem, shoplifting plays a part in this huge estimate, with consumer and employee theft making up a huge percentage of this overall issue. Other issues, such as process failures and unknown sources, are also to blame. With these recent closures, it could be a sign that Walmart is struggling to compete in this current retail climate, online retails being the biggest culprits. Amazon and other large virtual companies are dominating the industry due to their convenience and affordability. And it seems that Walmart is struggling to maintain their track record. Walmart, the face of American retail, needs to adapt to these changing conditions or risk closing even more locations. Um, the 
shoplifting thing, um, an appearance on the morning show Fox and Friends, former chief executive, described rise in shoplifting in dire terms. Today, this thing is an epidemic. It's spreading faster than COVID. Um, lawmakers have reacted swiftly. Last year, legislators in California, Florida, Louisiana, and North Carolina stiffened penalties for stealing from stores, adding language to target people who act in concert to rob multiple outlets. Uh, under a law amendment in Louisiana, for example, anyone caught stealing as part of a group can now face up to seven years in prison. Retail lobbyists say this kind of theft is a problem for large stores. And it's, I mean, there's it, they're, they're doing it, but then what are you going to do in the, the moment in progress? If this is crime is out of a crime is a is something completely different. So they're just going to do it and they can get away with it. And if everybody is doing it in large groups, how do you stop that? Honestly, what do you what do you do about it? It's like, do you have video surveillance? You go and pick up the people. The fact is, the damage is still done. So when you go and shoplift, you're causing all kinds of actual damage. You break into the store, you steal shit. The shit's got to be fixed. So, and people are doing it in large groups. They're causing all kinds of damage. Are the police are the are the uh, police who are already overwhelmed going to go look at the cameras and actually go and arrest these fucking people? That's another thing to consider. So. I mean, closing these stores, what happens? What, let's think about it. You close a store in a neighborhood. What happens to the, what happens to the store itself? The actual property is at least, it's a purchase. Usually it's, it's leased. And then you have the actual property. So now there's no, there's nobody occupying the store. There's no muddy, uh, you have this piece of property that somebody owns. They're not getting paid rent on it. They, so there's no inflow of money coming in. You have nobody willing to buy the property, at least not for a long time. Commercial real estate is an absolute nightmare. You have, okay, so the, le the lease owner, landlord not getting paid, the people, hundreds of employees that occupy the store, they're out of a job. They have to go work somewhere else, transfer to another location, go find another job, update their resume, get paid unemployment. They say, oh, they can get transferred to another location. Which one? Which location? Is the one right down the street? Or is it one two hours away? And then when those people go there, um, when you when you think about it, if it's under if it's underperforming, if that store is underperforming two hours away, Who's to say that that store that's two, uh, the other store that's two hours away is not also suffering significant retail woes as well? So those people ha have no job. Um, the landowner's not getting paid. Where does all that product go? And a lot of these, a lot of these WalMarts are also not just you know department stores. They're also grocery stores. So they have a market there. They have all this you know product with expiration dates on it what happens to that stuff where does that go do they just drop prices and sell all that shit sell all that shit off what happens to all that product so the product that is uh, uh uh what do you call it you know got an expiration date so that probably gets sold off very quickly relatively quickly okay they stop receiving shipments of that they close down that that section of the store then you got all the stuff that's you know, going out of business, we're closing the store shop, everything reduced price, get all the extra stuff up. And then then what? What happens to the extra stuff that they don't sell? Where does that go? That's a lot of product. Where does that get shipped off to? So you've got all these stores in the area selling the same stuff as this Walmart that just closed the stores. And there's all this stuff that's still sitting there. Where does it go? Who buys it? So you have a bunch of unsold product in a town with a bunch of the same unsold product, where does it go? Who buys it? And how much do they buy it for? And then you have these like local department stores or you like, for example, you have Walmart that has a hardware section. Well, that hardware section, that's another thing to think about. That hardware, the Walmart hardware section closes, but there's a hardware store 10 minutes down the road, but it's a local hardware store or it's an Ace hardware. It's like a smaller chain. Well, they are now going to possibly get some of that business that Walmart used to have or the O'Reilly's Auto Parts or another smaller, uh, you know, automotive place 
um, is now going to see some of that business from that closed chain, like whether they sell a, 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 a you know car oil or or detailing products or other car items. Are they going to see a, a, an influx of sales coming their way because that won't is that maybe a good thing for smaller businesses? It may be. It may be a good thing for smaller businesses. And when it comes to smaller businesses, the owners generally make an extra effort security-wise to make sure that they don't lose any product. You're not gonna you're not gonna receive as much of as a as a forgiving welcome or a wel or just an open welcome if you are a shoplifter in a small business owner's store. It's completely different. You walk in that store and you plan on stealing something, you may get your ass kicked. You may end up leaving there with bumps and bruises instead of free product or stolen product. So you have if you have like how many stores over 10 stores do you think that this actually hurts walmart's brand i mean at the end of the day people are still going to buy shit if they can scrape together enough cash to go do something or they have to buy stuff or who knows what but walmart is walmart's already these stores run on a very thin margin to begin with so if you have if 10 percent of your product is being stolen on a daily or weekly or monthly basis. I mean, you're running, are you running flat at that point? And if you're running flat or under at that point in the red, then there's no point keeping the store open. There is really, I mean, honestly, I, I wouldn't blame them if the store is underperforming and getting fucking robbed on a weekly basis. There's no point in having that store open. Oops, hit the camera there. Sorry about that folks. Um, So what happens now? I mean, when you think about it, they talk about, I mean, it, it seems like, oh no, Walmart's falling apart. But when you look at the um, stock price, if you owned if you owned Walmart, you bought it five years ago in 2018, and you didn't touch it until now, you decided you were gonna sell it now, you still would make, plus your div plus dividends, a 61% front end gross. So you'd have a, you, that's it. Plus 52 on each share you, you purchased. If you didn't touch it, if you sold it at its peak, if you sold it at its peak in, uh, what is that? August, no, excuse me, April 12, 2022 at 157 a share. If you bought it a year ago, you would only take a one point, if you bought it a year ago, you'd only lose as a shareholder 1.63% of your uh, of your front end per share. That's all you'd lose if you bought one year ago. So when you think about it, obviously you're going to see some possibly some continued slides right now. I know that the uh, you know interest rates are increasing. Um, the question is, are product prices going to increase? Are they going to come down? Are you going to see massive disinflation? But I will, when I look at the five-year trend, Walmart stock price is still up. And if they're cutting, if they cut maybe 15, 20 stores out of 5,000, do you really think this is the end? Do you really think this is like the doomsday for a company like Walmart? You realize when they do layoffs like this, some layoffs or they do some uh, store closings, then you're not going to see, uh, you're not going to see a ton of like, you're going to, if anything, the stock's going to go up. Like, I mean, let's see, has the stock, in the last month, it's down 1%, but in the last five days, it's still up $1.24. And today, even, it was up $1.20. It's not like you're seeing a mass exodus of people, uh, you know, selling off stock. Today, it was relatively flat. In the last five days, it was relatively flat. And even in the last month, when it's been freaking chaos in the stock market, only down a point. Literally only down a point. But if, I mean, obviously, if you... The year to date, 2.84%. The last year, 1.63%. But when you look at it from a five-year span of long-term investment, you know, 401ks, investment funds, indexes, if Walmart's in there, you've done quite well. If you've been holding your 401k for the last, or you've been holding an index fund or an S&P fund um, with Walmart in it, you've done quite well for yourself. Matter of fact, the S&P 500, if you look up um, S and, oops, S&P p500 uh stock which is an index fund but you can still pot buy it 
and it pays dividends. Um, let's see, stock price. Okay. Okay. So let's take a look at the let's look at the five year. Get out of here. I don't care about that. In five, if you bought it five years, full screen. Try later. I don't care. Let's see. That's the five year. Let's go to the five year chart. If you bought it five years ago, you'd still be up a shit ton. You'd be up. If you bought in 2018 at 2600, you'd be at 39. You'd still be up uh, like over 30%, I think. So there's no calamity at this point. You're you're not seeing you you may you'll most likely see some type of recession, but we're not seeing any anything anything at this point. If you if you're in the five year plan of a lot of, of a lot of these blue uh, a lot of these blue chip stocks, you're still doing very well despite March of 2020, despite um, some of the chaos we've seen as of late. If you bought in the last five years, you're still if you bought like five years ago, you're still doing very very well if you bought in march of 2020 um when everything went down you're doing exceptionally well if hell even if you bought three months ago four excuse me if you bought like four months ago you're actually still doing well so remember you have to look at it from a certain angle here yeah walmart's closing a few stores a lot of places are closing up so i mean uh certain things here and there but they're balancing their books because they see they're planning for something else. I mean, I know that interest rates have gone up. We've lost some banks, but a lot of those banks actually just had poor business practices. They took some risks and they paid the price for it. Um, but remember, there's always member FDIC. So each person who put 250 grand in there, they're insured up to that. But Walmart's just closing some stores at this point. There's no reason to be freaking out over Walmart could close. I mean, if they close 50 stores, that's an issue. But they have over nearly 5,000 stores across the U.S. And in roughly every small city, there's at least two of them. But if there's, if there ends up being, you know, in every major city, if there's every major city, if they have three and they end up with two, in every small city, they have, instead of two, they end up with one, they still can do very, very well if they strengthen their online brand i mean has whole foods closed any store has i mean whole foods uh, you're gonna see a small retraction in the market but whole foods closing stores have they i know they've laid off employees but are they closing any stores because amazon doesn't have brick and mortar stores um except for like i said except for whole foods whole foods to shutter a seafood warehouse um three days ago there's a whole foods coming to downtown greenville um macy okay so there's no nothing in here about amazon who's one of the largest retailers online retailers closing any stores they're not closing any stores none um there is a uh, well, i mean macy's is closing 100 stores but that's because the only thing that macy's sells right now is freaking uh button down shirts for short fat guys so they've dug their own grave by selling shitty product they've stopped catering to, to men like me so that's their own goddamn fault. Um, as far as let's see, is is Target is Target closing stores? Let me see that. Let's see, Target's closing four stores in Minneapolis, Philadelphia, and the D.C. area. Okay, so some of the larger brick and mortar retailers. Okay, so Amazon's not closing stores, but Walmart is. What about Target? Target is four locations in. The coming month in the four locations and three using three u.s cities in the closing when was it when was this fucking this made Let's see dc philadelphia minneapolis three high crime areas shocker uh four locations are smaller format stores that the company roll out to reach shoppers in urban areas uh the company cited declining foot traffic and will offer employee positions at other locations okay um Okay, who else? Let's see. It's not quite retail apocalypse. This was by major retails, 860 stores 
set to close during the year. Across, okay, so uh, it's a shakeup nonetheless. See the full list. I would like to see the full list. Um, they also talk about, so Target closing some retail stores, but not a lot. Um, in an annual report filed last week with the SEC, Target says it intends to open about 20 new stores and do complete remodels, which is a millions of dollar project, 70 existing locations. Half of the new locations will be small format stores. Um, most Target locations are typically around 130,000 square feet. The company recently has been developing formats larger than 170,000 square feet in a push to fulfill more e-commerce orders. Perfect. Uh, locations to be closed, like I said, Maryland, Minnesota, Pennsylvania, Virginia. Um, I want to see that freaking list of retailing closing stores this year. So, okay, 1,400 stores are closing across the country in 2023. Here's a full list. All right, um, dozen retailers, okay. Amazon, Bed Bath & Beyond, Walmart, Foot Locker, okay. Bed Bath & Beyond is planning to close its 416 locations. Okay, so Bed Bath, so we're talking, um, out of 1,400 US stores that are planning on closing, 400 of them okay so that's okay so now we got a thousand left bed bath bed bath and beyond is they've failed so they're failing they're closing 416 the second most of any of the retailers on the list okay so you're losing bed bath and beyond whoopty fucking do find your scented candles somewhere else and your embroidered towels uh foot locker which because there's so many competitors to Foot Locker, there's a ton of competitors to Foot Locker, including online retailer. So you're losing Foot Locker, whoop de doo, and losing Bed Bath and Beyond, whoop de doo. So that's 545 and 416. So that's about that's about 950 stores, 960 stores, out of the 1400. Okay. Uh, they're shuttering 545 stores across two brands by 2026. So it's going to be a gradual decrease. Um, the rationales are varied. Some companies are navigating bankruptcy while others saying they're aiming to cut costs. Uh, so Foot Locker, gone. Their prices are too goddamn high to begin with. Um, as well as 125 Champ Sports locations. It also says it plans to open 300 new concept stores in the same period. Bed Bath & Beyond, 416. So Foot Locker, Bed Bath & Beyond, Tuesday morning, I've never heard of. Uh, they're losing 265 stores. Okay, so they filed for bankruptcy. Bed Bath, Bath & Body Works, um, okay, 50 stores. Gap & Banana Republic, okay. Uh, ooh, Banana Republic, that means it's gonna be a sale. Party City, Best Buy, Bet, Best Buy, their prices are too high. And then Walmart, 10, Amazon, eight. Okay, Big Lot 7. All right. So a lot of these, a lot of these uh, obviously is due to, some of it's due to crime. Some of it's due to rising costs. Some of it's due to lack of customer demand. Some of it's due to online uh, online preference. JCPenney's, they're losing two stores. Uh, New York, oh, Indiana will close. Da, 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 da. Okay, so... What you're going to flood all this, all the product that's in these stores is going to flood the online retail market and it's going to cause a lot, a larger supply, which should um, help with the demand with a lowering demand, which is good for consumers, uh, good for consumers who actually need to buy this stuff and want to also want to buy stuff that maybe they don't need. So these are things that, um, it's not it doesn't look like doomsday to me it just looks like look there's a lot of shit out there there's a lot of you know paved paradise put up a parking lot type of stores out there that serve no fucking purpose bed bath and beyond serves no purpose tuesday morning don't even know what it is bath and body works served no purpose banana republic was cool gap was cool but if you got too many stores and your prices are too high uh go online you know party city Definitely didn't fucking show. I mean, Best Buy had a good rerun. They were on the brink of collapse for a while, but then they started fo supposedly started focusing on customer, you know, customer relations. But at the end of the day, prices were still too goddamn high, and 
these are high price products you know they're gonna pay the they're they're going to essentially come to a head here and you know they are a a specific type of store they sell technology and if people can't afford that technology they're gonna they you know they're gonna close now they're losing 20 stores i mean i could see best buy definitely uh filing for bankruptcy this year um i don't know how many stores they have in general but i mean they survived circuit city but for how long can they do it walmart i think would be fine unless there's something that we don't know about amazon like i said they still have a large online uh online presence so if they wanted to retract they could um, the Whole Foods thing, I still don't understand it. Every time I walk into Whole Foods, I'm just like, this is a fucking cult. This is a church for maniacs. This is, it just, it, it's, it, I look at, I can't go in there. I, the only thing I do when I walk into Whole Foods is I go to pee. And that was one of the first places that told me I had to wear a mask. And obviously that turned me right the fuck off. Um, and there's, I, tr- I tried shopping there for like a product or two. And I, it's a great feeling knowing that there's so many of these stores that I don't need in my life at all. <laughs> um, I do have to admit, though, being introduced to Home Goods was a blessing and a curse. I love their clearance section, but my God, it's almost like a drug. I have to go and get my fix. Um, but thankfully, Amazon is not one of those things. I don't even shop on Amazon. I even think I think Amazon is even canceling my credit card that I uh i had for a while back there um which i don't get whatever i don't fucking use it it's had zeros across the board for many many years and i'm perfectly fine if it goes away i don't care um so and big lots i don't i think i've I've gone in there a couple times but uh most of these places i mean jc penny's was cool but i could tell you the one that's near me is awful absolutely awful so if i have to buy clothes though where am I going to go? Oh, that's right. Yeah. So essentially, if I have TJ Maxx, Marshalls, I mean, JCPenney's was kind of like my go-to. Or it's like my, like I go up there and I grab like, you know, a color of each item. And, you know, that was cool. And then I've also been cognizant of where my products are coming from as far as them being imported. They, I, As far as buying Chinese product, I don't do that anymore. So I've made an effort um, of really looking at the tags which has changed my shopping habits uh but as far as like having tj maxx and having marshall's um that has definitely been my go-to if i need to go look for new products need to go look for new clothes something got ripped something worn out um that has been essentially my or sometimes finding products online it's like it's too good of a deal to pass up but that has also helped me stay out of having you know ridiculous shop poor ridiculously poor shopping habits and watching all these stores just fail it's like well there's going to be a lot of local stores that would that may may very well be able to take happily take in your business i don't know how they're going to handle the outflow of all the products sitting inside these stores where does it go they have to sell it to somebody. Does this all go to like TJ Maxx and Marshalls or does it go online and they just dump it off or do they keep it in a warehouse? What do they do with all this shit? But most importantly is where don't, I mean, let's focus on something here. Um, let me see. Let's go up here. Foot Locker, 545 stores, full of employees, Bed Bath & Beyond, 416 stores, Full of employees. Tuesday morning, 265 stores, full of employees. Bath and Body Works, 50 stores, full of employees. Banana Republic, 46 stores, full of employees. 22 stores, Party City, full of employees. Best Buy, 20 stores, full of employees. Walmart, 10 stores, full of employees. Amazon, 8 stores, full of employees. Big Lot, 7 stores, full of employees. Re, and then a couple other places, full of employees. So if you've got 1,400, what's the? Uh, let's find a number here. Let me find a number here. Um, where's my calculator? Let's just do CAL. There we go. Let's just do 14 divide 14 times 50. 1400 times an average of say 50 employees. That's 70,000 people. That's 70,000 people that have to go find new jobs. 
So this is my concern. If it's if it's not 50 people, it's 100, then you've got 140,000 employees filing for unemployment, looking for a new job. This is my concern. Now, obviously, you're going to see – you've been seeing some layoffs. There's a lot more places that have laid off a lot more people, that have laid off thousands of employees. Um, you will see unemployment go up. You will, some peop- you will see some people just leave the workforce – leave uh, – leave the workforce altogether where are they going to go i see a lot of older people also returning to work for some reason um i can't really comment on it i just i notice it or maybe they never left the workforce but but they're an older gen they're a different generation they're they're okay with working where that where are these people gonna go like so if you have a, if you have 14 like i said let's pull that back number back up you have 1400 stores you close, uh, leave that open actually, 1,400 stores. And I mean, let's be honest, these people aren't transferring anywhere out of all the maybe 10%. So 1,400 stores times uh, 50, but it's probably more like 100, an average of 100. That's 140,000 employees, but that's 1,400 locations. But what if it's, that's 1,400. What if 5,000 stores close times 100 employees? 5,000 stores. That's 500,000 people without a job. 500,000 is a lot. So if you have, what is, is next on the list? So. If I just let me see stores um, going out of uh, let's see stores closing. If I just type in that and maybe go to my news section, see what comes up here. Foot Locker, yep, they're closing in in the next two to three years. Walmart's closing at 12 stores. Bed Bath and Beyond closing hundreds of stores. Um, These malls, Foot Locker, yep, yep, yep. Starbucks CEO. Um, how many stores is Walmart closing? They've got they, they've got about a half dozen employees that are working, so they're going to be closing a lot of stores. Um, a national shoe retailer, 17 stores closing over 500. Wait, yep, okay. Um, Bill store closing for a week. Yep, all right. Um, Always Fit online store based in Mass. They're closing. We leave behind 556,000. I don't even know what that means. Uh, so I, I don't – I can see where this could get out of hand and cause a major issue going forward, but I don't think we're there yet. Obviously, interest rates are still rising. They're still holding up there just at, at 5%. They can most likely go higher. Uh, but we're not there yet. There's no time to freak out. Well, why? First of all, why should you be freaking out? You should be planning for this. You should be focused on what to do when the bottom falls out of the market and how you can take advantage of it. Now, like I said, Walmart's still sitting pretty at over 60% in stock value if you purchased it five years ago, just five years ago, or in March of 2020. So there's never – there's no reason to actually panic unless – the ep- unless you know uh, the last of us actually becomes a documentary instead of an actual tv series made from a video game there's no reason to freak out there's no reason to freak out walmart closes all right there's going to be other place there will be other places to shop i would hope i'm assuming there'll be like a food lion or a publix or a kroger or something there's got to be other places to get your food you know, or if it really is a food desert, you should strongly consider being like, listen, it's just not working out here. There's no reason to be here. Um, we should, and depending upon your job, if you're in the retail or restaurant market, you should strongly consider moving out of that market and getting into something else that's a little more long term, something that's a little more recession proof. I'm not saying you should go back to college. I mean, you could go get your technical degree in something, but you don't have to necessarily go back to college. There are jobs available, and there are other things you can be doing. There are other ways you can be making money on the side. 
And I think that if Walmart's closing a dozen or even 30 stores, for that matter, there's no reason for anybody to truly be freaking out. Um, it's just that collective fear which drives people to make poor decisions. And it's this, and you've seen it on display, especially in March 2020 when you went to look for toilet paper and meat and other things in the grocery store. And you found they were all gone because some asshole hoarded it all because they thought the apocalypse was upon them. Turns out it was just a manufactured flu. So you want to always take these things and process them like, okay, well, stock price is sitting here. It could, it could cut in half, but that's not likely it's not it's not likely and even so it's not your store you don't own it feeling bad for the people in there who just lost their jobs completely understandable i get if you have compassion for them that is one thing but as long as you're able to feed yourself you're not buying stupid shit and you're not first of all i highly recommend that if you have any type of debt, now is a great time to get out of it. Okay, now is a great time to get out of it. And by next year, if you need to get into more debt or you need to do something or need to buy something that costs heavy money, hopefully interest rates will come down a little bit and it'll make your life a little bit easier. But right now is the time to get out of all that debt and set yourself up for a easier run with life. Um, But this whole department store thing, Walmart losing a bunch of stores, it's like, yeah, I mean, the brick and mortar, I mean, it costs a lot to run these businesses right now with insurance and security and and, and janitorial and power and heating and uh, loss prevention and landscaping. It's all gone up. And if people don't appreciate these conveniences of having these types of stores in their city and the city won't do anything to protect them, why the fuck should they stick around? Why should they stick around? They have no obligation to. If, the, if, 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 if they're allowed to have shoplifters roaming freely and stealing basically all their overhead, there's no reason for why they. There's no reason for them to be like, oh, we're gonna stick it out, you know, here for the people. It's like fuck that. We're gonna lose money, and then the whole company itself is gonna collapse. So why even bother stick around? Get the fuck out, collect yourself, and go build stores in places that actually give a shit about you being there. That's all there is to it. Uh. Let's see. That being said, you can find me on Instagram at positive underscore sarcasm, facebook.com slash POS sarcasm, questions, concerns, comments. You can email me directly through my website or contact me directly, positive sarcasm at outlook.com. Um, once again, this is in regards to the Walmart planning to close up a batch of stores in 2023. And just doing a little bit of uh, adding up and seeing, you know, is there any more to this story? But at the t- at this time, you know, nothing to really look at and go, eh, yeah, Walmart lost some stores. Whatever. There'll be others. In the meantime, if you want to look for the audio version of this podcast, anywhere where podcasts are available, including Substack. And if you are looking to watch the video version of this podcast, it is available on Rumble. And of course, still at this time, Facebook.com slash POS Sarcasm and possibly in the future, Spotify video. But for the meantime, Spotify audio. Uh, And that's pretty much it. We're good to go. Thank you guys for listening, watching and subscribing. And I'll talk to you all next week. Recorded here from the Spare Parts Studio. Check out my merch wear. This has been a Positive Sarcasm presentation.